Merry Christmas. It is so wonderful to have all of you here on this holy night and welcome to those of you joining us online. Whether you're curious, critical, or committed, you're welcome at St. Paul's Blur Street. Now on Sunday, December 13th last year, news crews and satellite vans descended late at night on the small town of Portage, Michigan to listen to huge semi-trucks crunch out of the snowy parking lot of a nondescript industrial facility. CBS, Fox, CNN, crowds of onlookers, all stamping their feet in the snow, their breath visible in the frosty night air. What were they waiting for? Well, those were UPS and FedEx trucks rumbling out of the Pfizer plant with the first doses of the COVID vaccine. Now, no one thought they were about to receive the doses on those trucks, but something good was on the move, and it was worth going out to hear. Something good is on the move tonight, and it is worth listening to. The question is, will we be able to hear above all the Christmas noise? The crinkle of wrapping paper, the clinking of glasses, the biting of tongues. Christmas is a noisy time, yet it is when God is so clearly speaking to us. Can we hear? Will we listen? You see, listening carefully, it has its benefits. An elderly gentleman had serious hearing problems for a number of years, and he finally went to the doctor and was fitted for a set of hearing aids that now allowed him to hear 100%. <clears throat> he went back a month later, and the doctor said, your hearing's perfect. Your family must be so pleased that you can hear again. To which the gentleman replied, oh, I haven't told my family yet. I just sit around and listen to the conversations. I've changed my will three times. <laughs> Listening has its benefits. And I don't think we would all be here tonight, even the cynics among us, if we weren't vaguely interested in hearing what God has to say that might impact our lives. Can we listen? <clears throat> Now, we all just heard about, arguably, the most important event in recorded history. That on a particular day, to you is born this day, a day in history that people in a predominantly oral culture bothered to write down, not a once upon a time kind of day, but a real day, a when Quirinius was governor of Syria kind of day. And it happened in a real city, in the city of David. Not in Westeros, Pandora, or Middle Earth. Not in a galaxy far, far away, but in a city located 9,312 kilometers from right here. In Bethlehem, on a real day, a birth took place, arguably the most significant birth of all time. And you've already heard that news by virtue of listening to Sarah read the account of a first-century physician and writer named Luke. But tonight, when the air is crackling with wonder and the space between earth and heaven is paper-thin, 
there is something deeper to hear. Now, I wonder if I had messaged each of you this afternoon and uh, said, guess what? I can deliver on the wonderful Christmas news that you've been hoping for. What would that be for you? Would it be excellent? My stock portfolio is where I want it to be. Or my son called and we finally sorted stuff out. Or I found a job and sobriety in the same year. Or I finally found a partner. What variation on those themes might count as Christmas good news for you? Could it be this? And suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace, goodwill towards those whom God favors. Legions of angels in the original Greek. One angel would absolutely catch my attention. But tens of thousands of them, as if to drive the point home to listen to the news that they were bringing. God is such a show-off. Peace, the angels say. A baby's been born. And now peace between us and God is possible. I don't think, though, that many of us are sitting here worrying that we might be at war with God. Okay, indifferent much of the year. Um, hot and cold on good days, maybe. But not enemies with God. You're probably more interested in peace with people in your daily life, right? Like your ex, or the guy in accounting. Or peace within ourselves, with our own anxiety or guilt about fill in the blank. But peace with God? Why might that be Christmas good news? Well, in a variety of ways, we go about our daily lives as if we were enemies with God, or at best, frenemies. And while, of course, some deny uh, God's existence, or they think that if God does exist, you know, God's irrelevant or God's not good, but for most of us, our fight with God, it's much more subtle. It's much more sophisticated. For example, we worry. We worry about getting the promotion or finding the relationship. Why are we worrying? Because we have a sneaking suspicion that we know better about how life should unfold than God. We're afraid that God just might drop the ball. Or maybe you're trapped by unforgiveness. You know, we've been hurt. And we've then decided to take on God's role as judge. But only God knows what the other person needs and deserves. Others of us are thinking, actually, life's pretty good. I'm nicer than most. I work hard. I haven't been a total disaster as a parent. Surely God will continue this positive trajectory. But all of those, in effect, are different ways of firmly saying, I've got it, God. I'll be my own savior, thank you. I'm fine on my own, God. You stay nicely over there. We've got a lot of fighting in our lives. External fighting between us, family members, our work colleagues. 
you know, all the fighting of human life that of course is the same fighting that then gets scaled up into school shootings and the war in Ukraine. And then we have internal fighting, right? Like our worries, our concerns, doom scrolling through Twitter and sleepless nights, the hopes and fears of all the years. And the angels cried, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace, goodwill towards those whom God favors. Enough, says God as a newborn's cry pierces the Bethlehem sky. I love you. I want peace with you. I'll even come to earth as a baby so we can work this out face to face, so we can listen to each other. God may be a show-off with legions of angels and a splashy star, but this is how down to earth God is. Literally. The Christmas good news is that the peace underneath the peace with ourselves and the peace with other people, the peace underneath the peace we so deeply crave is peace with God. The baby in the manger is our down-to-earth God come to bring us peace. This gift is clearly offered to the whole world at Christmas. But the peace will only rest, the angels tell us, on those whom God favors, or as other translations say, peace to those with whom God is pleased. Now, doesn't that sound like a catch, right? Like the awkward fine print? What's going on? Well, the peace is offered to everyone. Because this baby grows into a man who died on a cross, taking on his own shoulders the full consequences of all the terrible decisions, big and small, that each and every one of us makes. Decisions that not only hurt the people in our daily lives, but they, they ruin our planet. They built residential schools. They contribute to the famine in Yemen. But most seriously, they are decisions that drive a wedge between us and God, the God who loves all the people that I harm and who created the rivers that I pollute. Jesus took the consequences so we don't have to. Jesus died so we can live. Jesus rose again so we can sing tonight. And if we don't grasp peace with God, all the other kinds of peace that we all want It'll just slip through our fingers, be superficial, be temporary. And if we receive the gift of peace with God that the Christ child brings, then knowing that we are madly loved by God strengthens us to reach out to heal the other broken relationships in our lives. Maybe tonight. Experiencing that nothing we could do will make God love us less heals any guilt we might struggle with, and experiencing that no one loves us more than God can put a boundary around our anxieties about the future. Peace with God is the Christmas good news. Something good is on the move, and God announced it angel style for everyone to hear tonight. And while the gift of Christmas peace is offered to everyone, 
It will not rest on all shoulders. Not everyone will experience it as good news. The offer of peace with God is not good news if you insist on being radically autonomous. If you want to make decisions primarily through the lens of what is best for you, you be you, or best just for your family or for your country, and if you want to solve all the problems in life on your own, then Christmas is not good news. And if you believe this life is the only one we have, and the goal then is to amass the best of everything you can get your hands on, experiences, relationships, renovated basements, YOLO, and that there are no consequences that reverberate beyond this life, then Christmas is not good news. And if you think success is winning, and the power is shown through strength, then the fact that God, like the original go big or go home, that God chose the weakness and vulnerability of a helpless baby born in a provincial backwater in a shed behind a pub to transform the world, that's not going to be good news for you. God's peace did not rest on King Herod's shoulders that first Christmas night. It was not good news for the local Judean despot. In fact, it inflamed all his insecurities and anxieties, and it led him to an appalling act of violence, murdering all the babies in Bethlehem under the age of two in, when you think about it, was a ridiculously futile attempt to try and halt the good news that was now relentlessly rolling out across the world so that we're here tonight. God does like to occasionally show off, but couldn't make God's self any bigger to impress us. So God became smaller. God came down to earth to attract us. Listen, I tell you good news of great joy. The peace underneath the daily peace we seek, peace with God, is lying in a manger. Take this peace into your heart tonight, maybe for the first time. Peace with God so you can be a peacemaker. Peace with God so you don't have to live with anxiety and fear. St. Paul's Blur Street is a place where we value questioning, pondering these things as young Mary did. Join us in the new year to explore what this offer of peace with God could mean for you. And on this holy night, hear the opening notes in the soaring symphony of the greatest love story ever told. Listen, God is with us. The Prince of Peace has been born. Where you're seated, let's quiet our hearts and pray. Silent night, holy night. Shepherds quake at the sight. Glories stream from heaven afar. Heavenly hosts sing Alleluia. Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. Amen.